Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever the time it is that you're listening to this. Welcome back to another episode of Together We're Better. My name is Jimena Muñoz, and I'm here with my friend Aranza. I'm glad to be here with you again. Today, we have a special episode, Find the Cure Without the Hurt. And today's guests are Camila Garcia and Fatima Jimenez, who will tell us about animal research. Hi, Camila. Hi, Fatima. Could you tell us a little bit more of who you are? First of all, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here. I am a biological technician that typically does the following. We set up, maintain, and clean laboratory instruments and equipment, such as microscopes, scales, pipes, and test tubes. Also, we gather and prepare biological samples, such as blood, food, and bacteria cultures for laboratory analysis. Uh, specifically, we do tests and experiments, and we use animals for those tests. Nice to meet you, Camila. Now, Fatima, tell us who you are. What do you know? First, I hope you're having a good day. Thank you for inviting me, and it's really, really nice to be here with you, Jimena, Aranza, Camila. Who am I? I'm a member of the PETA organization. PETA means People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. PETA is the largest animal rights organization in the world with more than 6.5 million members and supporters. PETA opposes to specialism, a human supremacist worldview, and focuses its attention on the four areas in which the largest numbers of animals suffer the most intensely for the longest periods of time. These areas are the laboratories, the food industry, the clothing trade, and the entertainment industry. We also work on a variety of other issues, including the cruel killing of rodents, birds, and other animals who are often considered pests, as well as cruelty to domesticated animals. That's very interesting, Fatima. As you can see, here we have two opposing points. On one hand, Camila talks about how they use animals to test their products at her job. And on the other one, Fatima tells us how she protects animals and how she wants all animals to live a happy life. I think we're going to have a really interesting conversation and at the end we're going to be able to have our own point of view. Due to the fact that I've been in this area of expertise for way too long, I can assure that using animals for medical research has a lot of pros. For example, humans share more than 85% of their protein encoding DNA with mice. Also, monkeys were key to developing the polio vaccine, antiretrovirals, and deep brain stimulation for Parkinson's patients. You can easily say that survival of premature babies from prenatal corticosteroids to life support machines have relied on animal research. Due to the fact that animal models such as cell and tissue culture are used in addition to animal models, but they cannot be replaced or animal research. Also, animal research plays a key role in the development of veterinary medicines for pets. Local anesthetics, rabies vaccine, blood transfusions, and stains were made possible by research on rabbits. An important fact is that all personnel involved with the care and use of laboratory animals must be trained to ensure the animal's well-being. And also, all UK researchers must hold an animal license and have attended a home office training course. 
Now that we heard Camila's point of view, which is great, she has great arguments and her point of view is completely valid, I would like to hear Fatima's so that we can contrast opinions. So let's see, why animals should not be used for medical research? Mm, it's easy. First, the human mind is brilliant. Scientists have developed human, modern and effective non-animal research methods that are cheaper, faster and more accurate than animal tests. The second point is that it's about science. You know, the National Institutes of Health reports that 95 out of every 100 drugs that pass animal tests fail in humans. Another point is that it's wasteful. The results mislead experiment and squatter money, time and other resources that could be spent on human relevant research. So animal rights are violated when they are using research because they are not given a choice. Then I have another argument but this is the most sensitive for me because animals feel pain in many of the same ways that humans do. When animals are used for product toxicity testing or laboratory research, they are subject to painful and frequently deadly experiments that are cruel. The testing of products on animals is completely unnecessary because now we have more alternatives. So why do we keep making the animals suffer? Although I believe both point of views are supported in a very correct and complete way, it is an obvious fact that I have to take place and an opinion about this. From my point of view, I believe that the most morally correct thing would be to put myself on the side of Fatima, since like us, animals feel and can suffer in the same way. Of course, any point of view is valid. However, if you agree with me and Fatima, I invite you to consume ecological products, as well as choosing cosmetics and cleaning products free of animal cruelty. If you can, you can even support animal defense organizations. With small actions, we can make a big difference in the world. Finally, I just want to invite you to be part of PETA to join us. PETA every day works through public education, cruelty investigations, research, animal rescue, legislation, special events, celebrity involvement, and protest campaigns to help animals. Any help that you could give us will be never too much. Animals really need us as much as we need them. At least we should give them respect, we should take care of them, it's what they deserve. I just want you to reflect for a moment on how we allow animals to suffer in vain because we can't stop being so selfish and we can't realize that we are torturing animals. Animals that the only thing they want is to live. They don't want anything else than their life. So as the podcast says, together we are better. So let's join and let's make the things improve together we can so if you want more information if you want to join us you can enter to our website pira.org so that's all from me 
Again, thanks for inviting me. It's an honor to come and share some ideas. And have a nice day. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for listening to me. These are my point of views for my personal experience. Hopefully you guys can get something from it. You can learn something or see things from a different point of view. Have a great day. Thank you very much. Well, Camila, Fatima, it was a pleasure having you here. It was a pleasure listening to your opinions. And well, I really hope our listeners really learned something today and they can be conscious of the importance of talking about these topics as animals like us have rights and those rights in my point of view have to be respected and they deserve a happy life because they are loyal and they will never do anything to hurt someone or somebody on purpose thank you for listening Hello, today we'll talk to you about a friend I have that I really think that she's a shopaholic. Yesterday I was talking with her about addictions and I don't know how did I take braveness to tell her that maybe shopping could be an addiction to her and that shopping could damage her because every time I measure her something of um, the way she splurged her money, she went crazy and she started like being a little rude. So I was always careful like not to say things like you're spending a lot of money or you are buying things you don't need. And also she got mad when I told her that like phrases that like all the things you're buying are unless and they will be just collecting dust in a month. Or also you don't know where your money goes. So, I was kind of afraid of the reaction she could have because I don't do it to be mean or to be rude. I just like tell her that things to give her an advice and because I really care about her. Um, in the morning, I was um, thinking about how can I help her and I get a really good idea. Um, my idea is like to challenge her to stop splurging and like making it in a way of having fun and do not touch like too much the topic um, or to tell her that she really 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 shops a lot and that she's splurge all the money it's just like a kind of challenge like a fun challenge um and i think it could be a good idea and if she wins uh maybe i could one day i could like buy maybe some item for her that she could that she could use and also that she like all that stuff and then after that like to avoid um her shopping her shopaholism like do it again and again and again so then 
when so that he gets um used not to buy it a lot so then could be a habit maybe so now that i like know how can i help her in a good way um i think she can react in a good way also like if i like give her like the opportunity she could feel like more comfortable with the challenge and she could have a better reaction than the reactions she had she had have like the last years with me when i told her something about shopaholism so i will try to do it i think it's a really good idea but I will try it and then I will tell you how she react. So I will tell her that in the challenge she couldn't like go to um, bargain hunt and also not to browse too much in the stores. She could maybe make some window shopping and also I will tell her that it's really important to make comparison shopping um, when she really needs a product maybe I will like invent some situation um, maybe she needs a computer and I could tell her like go to these three electronic stores so you um, uh, search for the prices and compare also compare quality and compare the prices so you can you can buy a really good a really good computer with a really good price so this is really important i will tell her that this is really important and if she do everything well uh, she will have um a a um like a gift now that I know how to help her in a fun way, I think she could react really well if I am kind with her. And I show this like a challenge just to have fun. So now that I know how to do it, I think I will call her now. Like to know uh, how she reacts and i will tell you later so let's move to another topic if you someday come to my town to Carretero, i will give you an advice of what are the best places with the best prices and for which products and also what places you have to avoid if you want the best prices so let's start um um for me the quality is really important you know if you have a really good quality i really don't care too much about the price obviously it has to be like a good price but but i mean that it's a good price um according to the quality um so if you don't care at all i will tell you what are the best places to go shopping with the best prices or with good prices so for me i just want to say that for me it's 
um, like more important or is really important the quality. So if um, if an item has a really good quality and it could be a little bit expensive, I will buy it. So I really care about quality. Obviously, I will not buy something that doesn't have like a good like relation quality price so that's really important for me so i will tell you like if you like like the fashion and clothes you can go and buy in bershka or in h&m i really like the places to buy my clothes i think all the things they have are stylish are nice and they have a good quality so the price is not too the price is not too high so i like it and also there are some bargain cons so you can go there i'm thinking about a place with expensive items but i can find it mm, mm, let me think um, maybe if you go to any sport store, maybe you can find some ex real expensive items. You also can find uh, cheap or maybe affordable um, affordable prices. But if you want like maybe some tennis or something like that, you can go to a sport place and you can find both both. Mm, both type of prices so it's just like you just have to search into comparison shop so but I cannot tell you about any place that I like find too expensive I, I really don't think maybe um Pandora jewelry <laughs> I don't know mm. But if you're like traveling, I don't think that you're uh, searching for jewelry. So, and if you're searching for food or something like that, I really, 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 really recommend you a restaurant that is in the downtown of the city. It's called Marisubisi. I think it could be. Um, for some people a little pricey, but I think um it has really good food, so you can go. You will really enjoy to spend your money there. La importancia de las emociones. Hoy en día sabemos que es realmente importante para la vida tener un buen nivel de inteligencia emocional. Podemos definir inteligencia emocional como la capacidad de reconocer y dominar nuestras emociones. Todas las emociones han tenido una función esencial en la supervivencia y evolución del ser humano. Sin embargo, no solo nos han dado una mayor seguridad o nos han protegido de las amenazas, sino que desde el principio nos han ayudado a adaptarnos, a alcanzar nuestros objetivos, comunicarnos con nosotros mismos y relacionarnos con los demás. Todas las emociones nos ayudan en nuestro día a día. Ejemplo de esto es el miedo. Nos ayuda a detectar y prevenir amenazas. La tristeza nos ayuda a reflexionar y a hallar soluciones.
Todas las emociones se deben de balancear, esto es muy importante. La rabia nos ayuda a defendernos de alguna agresión. La alegría es una emoción que nos ayuda a estar en paz, gustosos, sentirnos seguros y poder descansar. Y esta es la importancia de las emociones en nuestra vida. Es por eso debemos, que debemos de aprender a balancearlas y a controlarlas. So that's all for today.